We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Shot, 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 shot. I have a series of important announcements. I believe, Landfill, and you'd have to look it up, this is the first time ever that Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday coincides with Groundhog Day. Some sort of record. Alert the media. I think that's correct. Um, so I think that means instead of one Scotty's, you should get two for Groundhog Day. Um, why stop it, too? Make it four. Yeah, if you watch the movie, it didn't stop it, too. Yeah. If you, if you see your shadow, six more weeks of Scotty's. If you don't see your shadow, whole damn year of Scotty's. That's how it works. Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday, powered by Scotty's Vodka, Maryland made, amazingly smooth, and loved throughout the DMV. Now, the coinciding of Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday and Groundhog Day is not the only announcement. What got another that? one. What is that? Sold out. Tonight's event, 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 at Bethesda Theater is sold out. So if you try and get tickets... You're out. Although, you know it would be ridiculous <laughs> and kind of amazing? Landville, check StubHub. See if people are scalping these joints. <laughs> uh, they gonna, might be, knowing some folks out there. It's going to be a fun night. Uh, this is a wild one. You ready for this, B? What's up? Resh Manuel, who does wild internet research. Good dude. I follow him on Twitter, at Resh Manuel. Tweeted last night. Let's talk about Forrest of Evashevsky. Forrest Evashevsky. You familiar with that name? No. Had he not turned down the Packers head coaching job, the NFL may have never gotten Vince Lombardi. Hmm. Sometimes first guy ain't the right guy. Okay, but how... I just had to ask the question. You're comparing Quinn to Vince Lombardi. No. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, but apparently, Forrest Evashevsky, who they called Evie back then, turned down a record offer from the Packers. Okay. And then they got Lombardi. So. All right. But I, I like I like what he's, where he's going with it. It's just like, it makes you ask other questions. <laughs> but, hey, I'm waiting to see. I, I'm, I'm going to support it and see where it goes. Correct. Um, Another announcement. I I, uh, I had an interesting conversation. It's been a busy day. Um, but uh, I, I spoke with some Capitol Hill-type people over l- last night and today. Um, I had folks tell me the, the bill that contains getting RFK Stadium 
away from the feds and into city control is about 90% where it needs to be going to happen. And apparently it's headed for markup next week. Mm. Now I don't really speak legislation, but that's a good step. Mm -hmm. So the folks I spoke with said 90% chance the RFK stadium bill gets through the house. Then it's got to get through the Senate, right? We all remember uh, Schoolhouse Rock. It's got to get through the Senate. 70% chance it gets through the Senate. I like, I like those chances. If it clears, everybody believes it. Biden passes it. Now, let's be real. If they get the RFK bill passed, is a huge step. But that ain't the final step. Yeah. I think what it does is it allows D.C. to compete with Maryland and Virginia and the kind of packages they're trying to offer mm-hmm. to get a new stadium. I think if it get passed, then you can automatically snap Virginia. I mean, D.C. Let's hope. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. <laughs> I think we would have thought that until last month or whenever when Caps and Wiz might be moving to Alexandria. That's why I think it'd go to D.C. even more. Yeah, that's true. they'll have more stuff to throw at it. Sure. Either way, it's good news. Um... Honestly, I bet and there's it'll, like it'll really, really make that that move be a, like a softer landing. Um, I agree with that. Um, there's probably more information about that, especially now that it's going to markup. Whatever markup means, landfill is a big deal, and folks are excited about it. Um, Jeff, can you explain to me markup? A bill is going to markup in a subcommittee in the United States House of Representatives. Um, I, I guess it's uh, getting reviewed. <laughs> yeah. That's mark, what I'm thinking. Mark, mark up, it up. Like we're going to have little different things to like pull out, put in, but try to make it to where it gets through. Mm. All right. Something like that. That's markup. Um, markup in uh, coaching is getting a job, getting paid. Brian, who is your ideal offensive coordinator for this organization? Now that you've got a defensive coordinator coaching them, uh, I don't necessarily have an ideal one, but I can tell you what I want. I want somebody to be more. I want an innovative person who will be able to do what the league does now. And I know we all don't like it, but I still want them to be able to stick to the run. What do you make? If we are not down by twenty-five, what do you make? <laughs> well, they should. <laughs> Dan Quinn should have stuck to the run when he was up 25. (laughs) Um, What do you make of Chip Kelly stuff? I just think the way that it ended in Philly and how, and because, you know, I'm close with Philly, that it it doesn't, that doesn't look ideal to me. I think they went 2 and 14 when he was coaching in San Fran. it, It doesn't look ideal to me, but he's not going to be in charge, which is a, a big plus. Yeah, and you know everybody remembers. I'd say like the Oregon offenses, and then early on he in was the a Philly. bad man in Oregon. Yeah, dude. But why, I've, I've watched some UCLA. They they're a run first team now, which is pretty interesting to watch. Um, I am inclined for them to go to the Shanahan tree. Frankly, um, I I don't know that any of this will work. There there is. Kyle mentioned this earlier. There is an interesting angle with Chip Kelly that if 
one of the great concerns of many is that everything's going to go so well and they'll lose all their coaches, right? Mm-hmm. That ain't going to happen with Chip. It would have to go really well for a sustained period of time. Yeah, but I, I, we, we got to realize one thing. I mean, we can't say it ain't ever going to happen. Sure. We watch too many times where we say, oh, this person is done. That'll never happen. And it happens. This league is so, this league is always jumping on bandwagons. Yeah. Chip come around this thing and put some numbers up. Two years, somebody going to want to say, let's give him another chance. He might have learned. And you know what? True. I think that's a great, a great, but let me, that's a great problem to have. Yo, right. I think the assumption that that problem will exist is far-fetched for an organization with such little success over such a long period of time. Mm-hmm. But um, how about this? If they hire Brian Greasy from the Niners mm-hmm. and he comes here and there is success, I think Brian Greasy gets poached quick. Yeah. I think if they hire Chip and he comes here and there is success, it's going to take longer. I think they hire anybody and they come here and they have great success. All of a sudden, they're going to be – they're going to – because so this thing about it, people are still looking at this team based off of what it was prior to the Harris group taking over. If they come in and have this extreme success right now, never people going to come in and say, oh, man, he's good. I think if Washington has great success early, anybody that's doing something on either side of the ball, they'll be trying to take him. Um, I think you're probably right. I think uh, I got some names. Right, so it's easy to look at the Niners roster. You look at Greasy, you look at uh, Kubiak. There's a pair of Kubiaks, depending which Kubiak you're interested in. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't ignore Brian Flurry, the tight ends coach there, who was really well respected and grew up here, won a state title at Seneca Valley. Um, You know, your boy Hank Fraley, that when we thought it was going to be Ben Johnson here. They thought he would bring Hank. Mm-hmm. I think Hank went to Gaithersburg High School. Bringing somebody home is irrelevant. I'm just saying these are interesting names. But I have two other ones. I talked about Mike LaFleur yesterday, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Mike LaFleur, not Matt. Matt is the coach of the Packers. Mike LaFleur was on the Falcons staff when all these guys were on the Falcons staff when Dan Quinn was head coach. Mike LaFleur got booted by the Jets so they could hire Nathaniel Hackett. Congratulations. Um, he went back. Hack job. He went. Yo, know, hack job is a good name for him. Um, he went back to McVay, and mm-hmm. he's the OC for the Rams. But when you're the OC for the Rams, you're not calling plays. Mm-hmm. So you might want a different job. That's what Matt Lafleur had to do. He went to Tennessee so he could call the plays, and then he got the Green Bay job. So mm-hmm. maybe Mike wants to get to a spot where he gets to run his own room. Um, another name that I find interesting was a name I thought they might consider for head coach is Frank Smith, who is the Dolphins offense coordinator. Obviously, that Dolphins scheme is pretty exciting, fun to watch. Um, If you think about Frank, he is the offensive coordinator down there in Miami, but Mike calls the plays. Mm -hmm. So maybe he'd be interested in that type of role. Now, a lot of people ask me this question, and I uh, understandably, they're like, well, Woody, can he move for a lateral assignment? If the, somebody let him go. Right. The teams have to ask, like Washington would have to ask, but Miami can say yes. And a lot of times in these types of situations, they would. And they if, say yes, but they can ask for something too. Or Washington can, can make him. I was coordinator assistant head coach. Yeah. 
Like, there's way you can make all this work. But the whole thing, like, I ask this question, okay? Does it have to be somebody from that tree? Can it be somebody else who steps in and maybe as good? Who? What tree is Ben Johnson coming from? Uh, kind of the Campbell tree, I suppose. So he he didn't really nobody knew he was until Campbell gave him a chance, right? Yeah. Why, what what's wrong with that? I mean, I understand. I'm not against that. Everybody that coached on the car is not going to be successful. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and because some of these guys get chances and they they had great opportunities, they have a good thing. What if we get one that's not good? Sure, I I like the system. I think there is. I think that system tends to work. So I'd be happy if somebody implemented that system. But eventually, everybody running the, the same stuff. The system Kyle runs is not the system that Sean runs. Sure. And the well, system that Mike McDaniel runs. They're well, all different. Yeah, well, and, and you've got to, to me, you've got to build around what you've got. Yeah. Well, yeah. But and what like you got Mike McDonald you... has built something different, I Probably. would say, because he's got, he got a, a track he, team. he has a cheetah. Right. Yeah. Um, or a cheat code. <laughs> Jeffrey, you got a dog in the fight. Is there a coordinator you want, don't want? You want the shanty tree? I just want someone that's going to come here and perform well. I'm I'm not too stuck on names because it seems like when we get stuck on these names, we start to build expectations. And then when they don't come here, we just feel a type of way. So I'm I'm just want someone that's going to come in and be successful. I don't care who it is. At this see, point. see, and I'm kind of at that point because when we get somebody from the Shanahan tree or the Andy Reid tree or whatever, we automatically assume that's what they're going to be, and we I think we expect everything to happen much quicker, and that means it's even more pressure. Sometimes we just got to get a guy who's real good and let it go because our expectations is what's going to put the pressure on them. Because everybody's going to tell you, oh, we got to get everything in place and work on it. I don't think if we come in with somebody from that tree, you're going to be willing to give them some time. I just got a text from somebody that's listening to the program, and if you know who you are, thanks for listening. Um, this dude's involved in fo- college football. Um, says Gerard Johnson, Texans quarterback coach. Heard that name. Well, I think they just paid him. I think they just gave him some money probably to prevent somebody from going to get him. Yeah. Um, but if you're about to draft a young quarterback, I mean, C.J. Stroud had the most successful season of a young quarterback since of a rookie. Mm-hmm. Since a long time ago. Andrew Luck, maybe? I watched him a little Robert? bit. Robert? I watched him uh, I feel last like I'm night somebody, but. doing some of that Pro Bowl stuff. It's Who, no, it, it is no longer football. Yo, what? I, I didn't watch any of last night. What was that? They, man, they, they're throwing at, like, moving dummies and little circles, and they're playing dodgeball. Listen, man, I saw some things where the dude could blow out his knee playing that damn dodgeball. You know? Yeah. It, it, it was it was strange. I saw centers snapping balls through holes where Jason Kelsey, as good as he is, all he does is snap the ball four to five yards behind him, right? They got him snapping the ball 10 yards with 
holes this small, bigger holes, all in different angles. And I'm like, what the hell is this? But it's fun, I guess. But the skill position players are doing some crazy stuff. They can get hurt. All right. Ready for Gerard Johnson? Mm-hmm. Johnson joined now. Is it he- R-R-O-D? J-E-R-R-O-D. E-R-R-O-D. Yeah. yeah. Um, played college ball at Texas A&M. Um, he is the second in Aggies history in passing yards and third in total offense behind Johnny Football and Kellen Mond. Um, ne- never really made it in the pros. Bounced around a little bit. Um, I don't think he ever played. He, he made some practice squads and stuff. Um, eh, he made. He was on a practice squad with the Bears, but never, I don't think he has a game. Um, but listen to this, Brian. Tell me what you think. His last team, he was on the Cowboys for two days. Um, and then I think his NFL dream kind of stopped. Gerard Johnson, however, joined the San Francisco 49ers under the Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship in 2017 and had a similar position with the Indianapolis Colts in 2019. He was promoted to an offensive quality control coach with the Colts on February 17, 2020. Johnson then got a job with the Minnesota Vikings under Kevin O'Connell as the assistant quarterbacks coach. Johnson was hired as the quarterbacks coach for the Texans on February 12, 2023 by D'Amico Ryans, who Johnson previously worked with in San Francisco. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's a dude that's had to grind. Right? And I know KOC. I like KOC. KOC speaks quarterback. Clearly what's happened with Stroud. Somebody speaks quarterback. Somebody speaks great quarterback. Um, being in San Fran. I, I, here's what I'll say. I think they made the safe hire in Quinn. I think we kind of know who Quinn is. I think Quinn won't be a bad hire. I don't know how good he'll be, but I don't think it'll be bad. Mm-hmm. I think... It's okay to maybe not play it safe with all the other hires. I think because it's going to be Quinn's defense. So whoever you bring in is DC and everything. They're going to run what is a very good defensive system. I don't know that I need to see a dude we've seen elsewhere run this offense. I'm okay with trying something. Yeah, I mean, but you know what? They may not be thinking that they hit the safe hire. They may not be thinking the same way. I at all. want, I want, whoever it is to be able to work hand in hand with him, and I, I don't want to see you just trying to just go grab people and a lot of guys. I don't want someone to be coming here saying, "Oh yeah, I'm just trying to get me another job." I agree with that yeah. for sure. Now this guy's a, a young guy without a ton of a track record, so maybe he wouldn't be. But they all, he also just got paid by Houston, so I don't think he's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what else isn't going anywhere? ESPN Bet. ESPN Bet is now live in the DMV. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get 100 bucks in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present within the state of Maryland or Virginia to participate Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See the app for details. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. B. Mitch and Finley on a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. Fired up. Not going to waste time. Getting to the BetQL guest line. Talk to our guy, the Bruin, Mr. Logan Paulson. Logan, what up, man? Sorry for the back and forth with the time of today. Thank you for making it work. What up, yeah, no worries, man. I know you guys are busy people. You got busy people coming on the show, so uh, just glad I could be on here with you. Uh, right, we know you're a busy person too. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were in Mobile. How was? <laughs> uh, obviously, we're going to talk Dan Quinn, but how was Mobile? What'd you think of the guys Dude, you Mo- saw? Mo- Mobile's great, man. And then this year's class was uh, going down there and watching those guys was awesome. Like just a super talented group. And then it's always fun, I think, when you go down and there's a couple guys that stick out to you that you weren't really on your radar prior. You know, I watched about about 90 guys before I went down there. So I felt pretty prepared, but still, despite that level of prep, there's always a couple guys that slip through the cracks and it's always great when someone kind of make a name for himself and say, Oh man, like this, this, this supposedly weak defensive line class has actually got some really strong pieces in it uh, that, you know, could be nice additions to the commanders, you know, when they're picking early in the second round. So, so very exciting. I saw some of your, um, your, what's going on YouTube stuff, man. You're doing good. Um, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate yeah. that. I, listen, we don't need to talk about number two at this point because I don't think any of the people going second overall were in Mobile. Um, yeah. But, you know, they've got those two picks, whatever it is, 34 and 40, I think. Um, yeah. What what positions do you like there? Are you still BPA all day? So I'm a big BPA guy, but I also think it's BPA like in the context of your vision for the team, you know, which Adam Peters is going to be a big part of. And in terms of like what areas that you kind of need, not need to fill, but areas that you feel like need to be strengthened. I always feel like you should, you should do a good job in free agency of kind of making sure you don't need to do anything drastic in the drafts. But uh, you know, I'm a big believer, like if you want to get better on online, like build through the draft, you know, and I think the great thing about this, this year's draft specifically is there's a lot of very, very talented tackle type body types guys that can do that at a high level and a lot of those guys were down at the senior bowl so that i think with one of those picks i would definitely be highlighting one of those spots and then obviously edge rusher is another spot that i think would be interesting edge rusher and receiver and the great thing about this year's draft is i mean there were probably let's see there was probably 20 close to 20 receivers down there this this week and i think all of them are starting caliber players in the nfl like they were it was just such a deep dynamic group of receivers so you could kind of you know throw a rock and get a receiver wherever you want but I, I think the other thing I'd like to point out is that 
the edge group for this year's class, the senior bowl, uh, came on very strong. And it went from a group where I was like, man, there's really not that many players that I think that I have draftable grades on to going through this process with the film, to watching them at practice and being like, yeah, I think there's some really good football players that could definitely help the commanders out um, in the in the top of the second round there. Logan, is your mindset like you look for certain positions in the draft and certain positions in free agency or just whatever you can find anywhere? Yeah, so it's kind of it kind of goes on like how, what you feel about the strength of the free agent class. So, for example, I think this is a pretty strong free agent class in terms of defensive end. There are some big names out there, guys that have been very, very productive. Uh, you know, Brian Burns for Carolina is a name that just pops to mind immediately. Sure. Uh, but there are guys like that, those kind of bigger guys that have been productive in the NFL. And when you've got enough, um, you know, um, uh, cap space, I think those decisions to kind of go get those guys are great. So, um, and also I think it's important to understand like the composition of the draft. You know, I just said very heavy receiver draft heavier on the offensive line in terms of, um, you know, kind of top end tackle talent guys are going to be starters for a long time. So if, if I'm not going to prioritize that quite as heavily in free agency, because those guys are more prevalent throughout the draft, you know? So like before going to, to mobile, I thought, man, this is not a very strong edge rushing class. So I want to make sure that I really get that addressed in free agency. Linebacker is not a very strong group this year in the draft. Can we get that addressed in free agency? So those are some of the decisions that I would kind of look to is just understanding the composition of the draft how that reflects the composition of free agency and where I can get the best value for my buck. Yeah, I've I've believed that they are going to sign a veteran linebacker. Um, just when when they hired Peters, I kind of thought that. Just if you look, San Fran is not one of these teams that discounts linebacker. the linebacker position. And then you get Dan Quinn. Like I, I think they'll spend a little bit of money there. Also kind of as like a tone setter um leader you know what I mean like you could you could yeah. find that especially as veterans kind of get released and have trouble getting later into those contract years um but I, I, I want to switch gears we're talking with our friend Logan yeah. Paulson of course you can see him uh commanders.com commanders YouTube page he's got his own Instagram page at Logan underscore Paulson 82 p-a-u-l-s-e-n 82 um you have been an advocate of Dan Quinn getting this job for some time I know on the podcast you do with Hoffman, you've talked about it um, on, on social, whatever. Tell us, you you played for Dan in Atlanta. What is Washington getting here? So I think, yeah, Dan is a guy that, to me, is just, he's the he's a great person, first and foremost. He's a guy that understands your value as a human being. He's a guy that understands how to maximize you on the football field. He's a guy that makes it fun to come to work, and I can't overstate how important that is. Like, mm-hmm. when I was in Atlanta, from a head coaching standpoint, that was probably the funnest spot I had coming to work. Obviously, I had a great time with Kyle in San Francisco as well, but he just made it such a fun, competitive environment. Every day, you're just like, man, I am so juiced to get out here on the practice field. And, you know, like Beamish, you know, like it, there are times in the season where you don't feel like doing it. And so being in a place, an environment like that, just leads to the best version of yourself. He, he created this culture, this like uh, this player-led culture where guys would – guys players would keep other players after practice to work on drills and I just thought like that's all from him that's all from his perspective that's all from his energy and so I think you know that's him as like a a leader of men he just does such a good job with that but I also think you're getting a guy who's an innovative football mind and that's one of the things that I always appreciated about Dan is he's always trying to make himself better he's always trying to get better and I think you can just see that with his evolution from his time in Seattle to his time in Dallas 
how the defense changed, how the structure changed, the point of emphasis along the defensive line, how those things changed. So I think you just see a guy who understands where football is going from an offensive standpoint and has changed and adjusted his defensive philosophy accordingly. So those are things I value in a head coach. I want guys that are great leaders of men, great motivators of men, find players and people who are passionate and draw them to the, to them and then are innovative from a football standpoint. I think Dan checks all those boxes. See, and that, that's the thing. Like, like we talk about the leadership aspect and, you know, I always felt coaches that can make you do stuff you don't want to do. Like you said, you go to practice, you don't want to be there, but your coach come in with the energy that makes you want to do it. Is that one of his main attributes that makes him, uh, will make him a great coach? I think that's his superpower, man. Like I, I you know, I've, I've had a couple conversations with him and he just said, his ability to relate to players is is just it's some it's some of the highest I've ever seen, man. He just understand and because he cares about you, he cares about who you are, you know. And it's not just me saying that. Like, um, you know, uh, Wright from Seattle was on Craig Hoffman's podcast yesterday. Said the same thing. Micah Parsons said the same thing. There, and that's just that's everybody that plays for him. They feel that from him. They feel that love. They feel that energy. They feel that passion. And it and it makes you a better player makes you a better player because you're more geeked, you're more engaged, you want to be in the building longer. You're like, oh, let me watch another couple minutes of film because, like, I enjoy this process. I enjoy being here. And I think that, to me, is what makes him – that. that's what differentiates him from other coaches that I've been around is, like, he is he does that at the highest level. And, like, when I think about the coach I want to be, you know, at the high school level with my clients when I train, I think about the, the model that Dan Quinn set from an energy standpoint and an expectation uh, standpoint and a passion standpoint for that individual and how that just leads to the best version of that person and how my role as a coach can do that. And I learned that from him. So, um, so lots of like with Dan Quinn. Yep. Now, I would argue it, it doesn't look like he was the first choice. Now, that kind of doesn't matter. He's here. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't really buy into the you got to hire offense all the time. I think there's a lot of ways to get to the finish line. And if Dan Quinn's the right guy right now, cool. I do buy into they're probably taking a quarterback with the second overall pick. And I want the right guy to help that kid develop and prosper. Where does he go offensively? Who is the OC? What would you like to see? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think I'd like to see, you know, obviously I think it's important to look at connections and relationships. Like Dan Quinn knows Kyle Shanahan really well. Adam Peters knows knows Kyle Shanahan really well. This mecca of coaching talent has come from San Francisco under Kyle Shanahan. Like I'm going to lean on that resource pretty heavily. Like I don't think it's a coincidence that D'Amico Ryans goes down to Houston with Bobby Slowick, both Kyle Shanahan guys, defensive head coach, with a Kyle Shanahan offensive coordinator and has a lot of success there. I'm not saying it needs to be that guy, but I'm definitely going to lean on that resource very, very heavily, lean on Kyle's intuition and kind of say, like, of your staff, is there anybody you think is available? Any Of, of people that you've worked with, is there anybody you think is available? I'm going to lean on Dan Quinn's relationship. That's another thing I love about the hire is, you know, some of these other coaches you were talking about, Ben Johnson, McDonald, were younger coaches with not a very diverse coaching tree. Like, Dan has worked with a ton of different people, right? He's worked with Pete Carroll, you know, who just had um, – uh, Shane Day, not Shane Day, uh, who's the coach that just went to Chicago, the OC. Like, obviously, Waldron. there's a, there's a, yeah, Waldron, there's a proclivity for finding offensive talent there. He knows that tree. He's worked with the coaches in Atlanta. Obviously, like guys like Raheem Morris, who are under him, go to LA. He's got relationships there. So I think, like, that diversity of connection is just going to allow him to find the best possible candidates and just, yeah, trust the people that are other smart football minds that give you references. And I think that's where I would start 
with that offensive coaching hire. Um, I, I tend to agree with you, man. I think it is, uh, it, it, it's a really exciting opportunity. I would look at Kubiak, Greasy. Do you yeah. think you think Mike LaFleur would want to get a chance to run his own room and leave Sean? Yeah, well, you know, Mike LaFleur was running the offense in New York prior to that, right. you know, in, in Zach Wilson's first year. So he does have that opportunity. And I think, you know, um, I think that would be a great hire. I think he's a very smart guy, and hopefully he's matured from his time in New York and, and developed in terms of his relationship with players. And, again, I, I got to work with him when I was in San Francisco. He was the receiver coach. He's a, he's a dynamic guy, fits with kind of Dan Quinn's vision of coaching in terms of energy and kind of commitment to the players. So I think that would be an excellent hire. But I think it's ultimately about, like, you know, those personal relationships on the staff. And if Dan and Adam and the ownership group feels like those guys can kind of have a consistent message all the way down to the players. Because, you know, everyone talks about obviously the GM's important, head coach is important. But in terms of developing the roster, these next coaching hires are going to be extremely critical. And I, so I do think, yeah, I think Mike, uh, Mike would be an excellent hire. Again, awesome guy. Um, just about whether, whether this is the right fit for him and whether this is the right fit with the relationships that, you know, Dan and the staff are looking, looking to cultivate with the players. Well, Logan, you know they need to have very analytically, analytically driven people who has a familiarity with Quinn. Is LP going to be out there yeah, trying to get a job? Yeah, what about old Logan Paulson, dude? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I mean we'll see, dude. I, you know, I gotta, you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna give Dan a call probably later today and say what's up and congratulations, and we'll have a little chat. We'll see what happens, but you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to push that agenda right now. I'm just trying to say congrats to my guy, and um, you know, maybe that's something that happens in. Don't no worry, we'll push weeks. it for we'll you. See. Yeah, we'll push the hell out of it, dude. <laughs> um, I mean, dude, seriously, would you take a QC job? Um, with a guy like Dan. Yeah. And I think that's speak, you know, like I've always been reluctant to do that. You know, like I had an opportunity down in Miami a couple of years ago with, with Mike and with Frank, who are some of my best friends in the NFL, but, um, you know, being close to home, being that it's Dan Quinn again, just uh, hopefully that shows like the regard that I hold him in. And it's something I would definitely consider. Yeah. Now, listen, a lot of people listen to this program, but if I tweet out Logan Paulson tells us he would take a QC job on Dan Quinn's staff, People in Ashburn are going to see that. I'm going to do whatever you want me to do here. Do you want me to send that tweet? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I got to talk to Dan about it, but that's something I would definitely, definitely be. Uh, I'm definitely looking at all right, right now. I'm definitely looking at it. Firing so we'll up my happens. Twitter fingers right now, LP. <laughs> um, dude, thank you for the time, man. I right, really Logan, appreciate, appreciate it, you, brother. All right, thanks, guys. Take it easy. All right, man. Hire Logan Paulson as your <laughs> offensive quality control coach, sir. You want me to move from Anna? Yeah. There you go. There's a move. You know what's another move? Going to Rudy's Golf. I love my guys over at Rudy's Golf. It is a great time if you want to go hang with the fellas or you want to take your family or even a date night. They've got 74 driving ranges. They all are equipped with top tracer technology. You can play the games that are fun for maybe a date or the kids, or you can really lock in and work on your golf game. Check out your swing speed, your spin rates, all that stuff. They also have two putt-putt courses, 36 holes of putt-putt, They've got an awesome bar, awesome draft beer selection. B-Mitch is intimidating me. Uh, I love the mozzarella sticks. Check them out online, rudysgolf.com, or check them out on Instagram. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. At Rudy's Golf. Friday jam right here. Um, I don't know that I've been able to say this sentence in a while. Wizards have won two of their last three, B. Yeah, you haven't been able to say that in a while. <laughs> and they're playing tonight against the Heat. And caller number 10 right now, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067, can win two tickets to the Wiz game Saturday, February 10th against the Sixers. As part of Black History Month presented by Stackwell Capital, the Wizards will be celebrating HBCU and D9 night. The first 10,000 fans in attendance will also receive a bobblehead of tennis star Francis Tiafo, a Maryland native and the second in our inaugural DMV bobblehead series. I, If anybody from Wizards PR is listening, I'd like a Tiafo bobblehead to go in our prison cell studio. Me too. Uh, you want two of them or you just want one also for the studio? I want one and then I'll, yeah. So, so people are aware of the bobbleheads currently in our studio. We have. We don't uh, have one of me and you. We don't have one of you and I. We need we somebody ha- to make a special B. Mitch and Finley bobblehead. We need a bobblehead here for JP. We have Screech. We have Pride Screech. Uh, we have Elena Deladon. We have a TJ Snowshi, which yep. is like TJ Oshi, yep. but uh, what do you call those? A gnome, yeah, right? A gnome. We have all four. I guess there's five now, right? But we have the original four of the racing presidents. We have two of one of them. We have, yeah, that's true. We, but we have George two of George and, and Tom. And Tom. What is that? Is that the what is the trophy joint? That's the Washington Mystics. Their trophy. Yep. Then what? we got the Garnet Hathaway. Yeah, we had to have Garnet. We, we got, got C.J. Abrams. C.J. Abrams. Josiah Gray. Keybear Louis Ruiz. All right. We have a strong collection. We got old time logger. Do have old time logger. We got the the uh, Washington Commanders logo that the little kid drew for me. <laughs> Don't forget Bruce. We got Bruce Allen. Who's that over there? JP, right there. Everything was going good till you played that. <laughs> that we, is Mitch we Tischler have, got we me that for Prince. my 40th birthday. We have Prince. We do yes. have Prince. Uh, what is this? I think we have another C.J. Abrams bobblehead, if anybody ever wants that. Um, no, we're not giving it away. We have this giant uh, Nats cherry blossom uniform cup that is filled with jelly. You forgot the <laughs> one place that you and I have spent a lot of time. You have students say that. We do. Starboard. Well represented. <laughs> Big go. old Starboard Hell sticker. Yeah. So, uh, dude, we don't have anything Wiz, right? Or Commanders, oddly. Um, I guess Bruce and that the little kid's homemade W. But uh, <laughs> Wizards. We have Elena Deladon represented. Yeah. We, we'd like to get, I guess, a Wizards bobblehead, but I don't know who you'd, Bilal maybe? Or I legitimately want the Tiafo one. Yeah, I'll do that. So let's make that happen. We got Scotty's over there. Definitely Scotty's. Landville, I'm sure you're going to get right on that, right? Making sure we secure that. Landville, we'll pay you, pay you nicely. Like appreciate we, that. And like we pay everybody else. Let's do everybody this. Everybody come on the show. We take care of them, don't we? Yeah. B just bought a bunch of Popeyes. That's Me true. and the Cluster Buster did that Ooh, together. Look at that. How about this? Maryland Governor Wes Moore joins us next. Big news for the Orioles, and I can't wait to hear Wes Moore's take on Dan Quinn. I have no idea what direction he's going to go. We'll all find out together. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.